We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Communion with Christ means that we remain what? Close to him. Close to him. Y'all, our lives are not, look at somebody say, your life is not yours. It's not yours anymore, so you can't call the shots. You just can't. You can't. Everything you do in all your ways, you have to what? Look at somebody say, in all your ways. You just can't. You can't do what you want to do. Our lives are not our own, but we belong to who? Him. 1 Corinthians 7, 22. For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord's free man. Y'all hear that? So he that is called in the Lord. If you're saved, you're a servant, but you're the Lord's free man. So you're free, but you belong to the Lord. That means at any point you can choose to not be with the Lord. But if you belong to the Lord, you're his free man. Likewise, also, he that is called being free is what? So even though you're free, you are Christ. You belong to Christ. You belong, look at somebody say, I belong to him. That means you can't just do whatever you want to do. To belong to Christ means that we have what? Died to what we want and we've what? So you've made the decision. You made it. Don't be in Christ if you're not going to do what he wants. First Corinthians 7 and 23. Ye are bought with the price. Be not what? Be not what? Servants of men, which is basically serving yourself. You can't serve yourself. When we seek after our own way and are consumed with earthly success and financial gain, our lives will be plagued with anxiety, depression, and other mental, emotional issues. Listen, when you seek your own way, that's what causes it. You seeking something, you seeking success, you seeking financially gain, that's what makes the issues. Leading cause of divorce is money. But you know why money is that important? Because somebody taught you that money was that important because they had issues. So they put money first over their own salvation and well-being. And so the children grew up without it. So now they're chasing the world. And what the adults did in, 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 in moderation, the kids going to do in access. So now they're going all out for the money. And the success and the name. Because somebody taught them that, that had issues, and so on, and so on. So someone has to break the cycle and say, you know what? Money isn't everything. How about living right? How about getting the word? What's more important? Than your salvation. You don't think God can show you how to get some money? Mark 10 and 24. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches? Woo! To do what? To live in the kingdom. He wasn't talking about after you die to get to heaven. He's talking about the kingdom right now. Yeah. The kingdom of God Right now, it's not me to drink, but it's what? Enjoying the what? Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom. 
What's the opposite of joy and the Holy Ghost? Anxiety and depression. Can't have the kingdom because of riches. Seek it after. He said how hard it is for them that trust. Those aren't even people that have money. Those are just people that trust in money. He's not talking about rich people. He just said those that trust in it. That means you're making moves based on money. And not based on the kingdom. What's good? I'm preaching. It's all right. I know it was going to get quiet in the church. Because God made us, he knows what ails us. He sent his son as a remedy to heal our afflictions and give us what? No matter how you were raised, no matter how you, what you went through, all the trauma you experienced growing up, yes, it's going to have consequences. But Christ is here to give you a what? A what? A new start. He's going to reboot you. So that whatever happened to you, you don't have to carry that. He's going to make you new. But if you make this, if you make bad choices along the way, those issues going to come back and they're going to get you. Right. Your decisions. If you, get, if you got trust issues from your childhood because your parents divorced, why would you marry a player? You see what I'm saying? You made a bad decision. So your past is going to catch up with that decision. It's going to mess up things for you. Mess things up for you. You got to make better decisions knowing your past. How many of you in here know you went through some stuff? You got some issues. You went through some stuff, right? Some of you went through some very serious stuff. So you got to bathe yourself with prayer and good decisions. Oh, I can't, I, I, I can't, amen. When the doors of the church open, your car got to be just sitting out front. I got to be in here because of what I went through. Why would I detach myself from what I went through, knowing what I went through and think I'm going to turn out all right? That's why you here. That's why folks pack their whole families up and move from all over the country, some from around the world. So they can be here because they know what I went through got to be challenged by something. And the podcast can't do it. I need fellowship. I need. I got to see you and touch you and smell you. Because the club is calling me. The club be calling too. Like crack. Oh yeah. You cleaning your, 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 your closet out and you see your old club threads hanging. Just hanging with sequin on there. Enough sequin where you see yourself. Uh-oh. And it just start coming back. <laughs> you know you got to repent. Club be calling, boy. <laughs> you gotta plant yourself where some folks don't go to the club. I gotta get around a whole bunch of non-clubbers. If club was a struggle, you gotta be somewhere where folks don't go. Am I telling the truth? Yeah, am I telling the truth? I got to plant myself 
where, where it opposes me and challenges me. So when I get the feeling, somebody say, but you know you ain't going to go back to the club. You're right. I needed to hear that. I'm not talking about me. I never, I wasn't a clubber. But some, somebody in here, that was your struggle. Amen. So you got to be around some, amen. Drinking was your struggle. You got to be around a whole bunch of folk that don't drink at every meal. You, Abe, you got whiskey with El Pollo Loco chicken. That don't even go together. You are drunk. You brought your own flask to El Pollo. <laughs> Whipped it out. And, you know how they pull that top off? And like, you plan on going camping or something? I just know that's water. drinks whiskey with chicken you're a wino <laughs> you're a wino yeah you know that's your struggle you need to go out to eat with people that don't have to drink and then when you order yours a uh, bartender come in they're like man we no he don't need that bring him some water you'd be like yep you're right they challenge you to do better you need that amen your, your, your struggle is hoochie women. You need to, I'm talking to men. Your struggle is being around a bunch of women. Bunch of friend, female friends. You need to be around a bunch of men. That can be your friend. Deep voice friends. We need to show you how to be a man. We've had people come here and all their friends was women. We told them, to, dude, a man don't need no women friends. None. None. All these men around here. We when we have the fellowship, when we go play, we don't ever see you. Too much tea. You need to be around some sympathetic E. Oh, I just preached in here. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't want to be here because there's too many men here. Yeah, but if you know that's your struggle, you need to plant yourself. Most of these men in here didn't even know what it felt like to have this many brothers. Amen, men. And now it's like, dude, that's who I'm, I'm always around these dudes. Always. I came up here yesterday. I, I stayed at the church almost all day yesterday just because Jeff, Brian, Julie, just because they was here. I just wanted to be around them. I wasn't doing nothing. I just wanted to be here. I wanted to be around. I had a rough week, so I needed to be around some brothers. So I just planted myself up here because there was a time when I would have went and got in my own head, got on my laptop, and forgot everyone else on earth was alive. That's the old me. I said, no, no, no. I'm going to be with my brothers. I stayed up here. We talked. We, I mean, we got some things done, but we just spent the day up here. I needed that. Men need that. Oh, I'm preaching in here. Yeah, you need that. Are you going to be a punk? That's what you turns into. Punk. Psalms 103 and wait, wait, hold. he knows what ails us. He sent his son as a remedy to heal our afflictions and give us a new start. Psalms 103 and 3. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities and does what? Healeth all thy diseases. As soon as you hear this, folk think leprosy. <laughs> no, diseases of the mind, sin is a disease. Diseases of your mind. 
anxiety, depression. All of these illnesses related to behavioral issues. God can heal them. Amen. Being sick with sin is a result of following the world and its wicked ways. When you follow the world, you're going to be sick with sin. When we venture away from God's plan, we become faithless and what? Worldly. A worldly person doesn't consider Christ in their decision making. They consider the world. It's what the world says. Proverbs 13 and 15. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of the transgressor is what? Christ's teachings have the power to bring joy and peace to our lives. He is the cure for the mental issues that we are dealing with. Romans 15 and 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of what? Man, you have anxiety and depression because you don't have hope. Hope is the opposite of that. If there's hope, there's no anxiety. Hope makes you not worry about it. When we submit our way to Christ, we are deciding to forsake our plan. And what? Consequently, when our plan goes awry, it will lead to what? Depression and anxiety. That's your issue. Your plan failed. Now you're depressed. Now you have anxiety. It lined it up with what God said. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. There have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also what? Make a what? That ye may be able to what? Oh, okay, so we're talking about God is faithful to give you a way to escape. A lot of times, the way to escape is going to come from your leader. Because if I'm a the Bible calls me a watcher for your soul. What am I watching? If I'm watching for your soul, you don't think God may give me a way to help you escape? Amen. I got preachers I call and something happens that I don't understand. I'll call them. You know why I call them? They may have a way of escape. Because they may have experienced it before. Jesus is the antidote for anxiety and depression. Because he restores us when we miss his mark. That's the antidote. So when we miss God's mark, we can go to him and Christ will restore us back to where it was we fell from. Matthew 11 and 28, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'm going to give you what? Rest. So Christ is the antidote for anxiety and depression. He's the antidote. But the issue is, there is no anxiety or depression when we have the mind of Christ. His yoke is easy and his burdens are light. But our yoke is not easy and our burdens are not light. That's the problem. He's the answer, but we ain't using him because we keep doing things our way. Matthew 11 and 30, for my yoke is easy. And what? My burden is light. The Lord told me a long, long time ago, there are people in the congregation, 
in your congregation and in all congregations that don't trust the pastor. They don't trust what's being preached. And the reason why is because a man failed them. Yeah, a man failed them. Either their father may have left home, abandoned them. Amen. Or that father may have hurt them some kind of way. Let them down. Really hurt them. Really, really hurt them. Internally. So I don't trust no pastor. They listen because they say they save. They ain't trusting it. Yeah, it's people in here right now. Just I'm, I'm preaching and all they see is it sound like Charlie Brown. One ear out of the other. You talk to him after service. You enjoy service? Ooh, yeah, girl, it was good. Really? Yeah. Man, Pastor Boy, he's so animated. He's so funny. He's so juvial. Okay, they don't know what I said. Because they got hurt, hurt syndrome. Somebody hurt them too bad to where I just can't trust, I can't trust a man like that. Because, you know, in my developments, in my development, that's why I tell me that's why you got to act right in your homes. Because when you don't and you end up hurting your kids, your kid going to have trust issues with men. That leads a lot of times to lesbianism and homosexuality, or it just leads to defiance. Amen. A woman like that going to look for a man with no brain. Yeah, going to marry him so she can make sure he don't hurt her. He don't have the brains to. Man, I'm preaching in the church house. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says bitterness. It's a bitter root, and it's hard for you to hear me. You need to pray for God to deal with that. Or you're missing the blessing. Then, then when you get before the Lord and you need something from him, don't you know if you can't trust his messenger, you can't trust him? You can't trust him for your own benefit. Oh, it's heavy in the house. Heavy in the house. It's heavy in the house. Matthew 11 and 30. My yoke is easy and my burdens are what? Light. So what, what you going through dealing with Christ, I mean, it's, that's easy stuff. It's light. Well, then why is it so hard? That don't have nothing to do with Christ. That's something else. That's why I'm trying to preach to you to get you to deal with it. Summary! This is a good message. Man, it's quiet too. As the end approaches, incidences of anxiety and depression will grow exponentially. This is because many have followed the way of the world and set their lives up accordingly. This is how they set their lives up. Single men have pushed marriage to the back burner while they serve themselves. That's worldly. God says the man need a woman. Because if God said it, then it's the truth. But no, they don't do that no more. They push marriage to the back burner while they go serve themselves. Have a bunch of girls, have a bunch of female friends. Man, any single woman that's friends with a, a man, 
Don't you know that's a, that's a walking insult to you? That means you, you ain't good enough. That means he thinks something's wrong with you. That's your boy. That's your boy. You single, he's single, and that's your boy. He thinks you're trash. That's my best friend. Best friend? You single and got a single best friend of the opposite sex? What's wrong with you? Ask him. Y'all best friends and all, I'm sure he could tell you. Because obviously he's not interested at all. No single woman have no male friend. You got a bunch of male friends, your seat is already taken. You're going to stay single. Because they sitting in the seat that belongs to your husband. Should have took offering first. Somebody going to withhold funds because they insulted. Same with the dudes too. You got a bunch of girls around you and all that. Yeah, that's my homegirl. That's my homegirl. She's my homegirl, whatever. No, man, something's wrong with you. Ain't got no homeboys. Still talking to homegirls from high school. And you a grown man. Some of them married. You a married man still talking to girls from high school. Something's wrong with you. You love yourself. That's what it is. You love attention. Yeah, you do. You think you something. Single women have given up the faith in waiting for a husband. Man, I might as well just give up. So they done sought the validation of the world and altered their own biological instincts because that's what happened. When you start trying to roll like a man, stuff in your body start breaking down. You will jack your reproductive system all up and your hormones and your emotions. So when a good man come around, he don't want to have nothing to do with you because you act like a witch twice a month. Not once. Twice. Yeah, pre and post. Married men have neglected to provide for their own and have refused God's plan to be head of their household. How you going to lead a woman and you ain't providing? What you going to tell her? And expect her to listen? Married women have begun to seek validation outside of their home and neglect to properly nourish their children and husbands full time. So everything outside the home is more important. Yeah, yeah, you trying to do something and prove something because of your past when you got a man right there. And some children, have some children. Man, you can just, that, that's your proof right there. Being a woman. You can't be a woman. Corporate America can't teach you how to be a woman. You know, the only one place you can be a real woman. In your house. Amen. Have some children out of that womb. That ain't a coin purse. That's an ovary. <laughs> What you going to do with it? Better use that thing. Anxiety and depression stem from rejecting your creation role. Bottom line. Bottom line. Bottom line. Everybody dealing with anxiety and, project and, and, and depression, I guarantee you, it's either your creation role or your parents failed to operate in their creation role. 
Somebody failed the creation role. And that's why you're dealing with anxiety and depression. Because the creation role is God's way. So his plan works. Yeah. You bitter right now because somebody didn't act right raising you. When men are in their rightful place, the women will follow suit. When we are properly aligned with God's word and the teachings of Christ, we are not anxious or depressed. Our faith should always remain in our communion with Christ and trusting his plan over our own. Our plan will lead to disaster because it's based upon the failures of others to follow Christ's way. So our plan is based on someone else's failure. Did you know that? Your plan, your, not God, your plan, what you want to do is based on someone else's failure. Someone didn't do what they were supposed to do, changed the way you looked at things. So now you're out there trying to do something based on what was not done right. Our plan is going to always lead to disaster. We must make the decision to submit to Christ's lordship and not our own so that our children will have a chance to live without the burdens of anxiety and depression. Can you do it for your children? Look at somebody say, do it for your children. Can you do it for your children? Can you get over your selfish self and do it for your children? I mean, what about me, man? My dream, my dream. I'm trying to live my dream. You're 50. You woke up when you was 30. You ain't sleep no more. What you dreaming? My dream, man. I mean, my dream, man. You have kids. What about their dream? Can they get a good night's sleep and have a dream? You and your wife in there fighting and cussing and firing off guns? Oh my God. Man, I hope y'all aren't doing that. <laughs> yeah, what about them? They having nightmares and you worried about your dream. When we truly follow the way of the Lord, we can live in peace and have freedom from these mental health issues. Matthew 7, 13. I'm closing. Enter ye in at the what? At the straight gate. Come the straight gate. The straight way. The the way of Christ. Enter in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there will be which go in they're at because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life and what few there be that find it go the narrow way the narrow way God's way is narrow not broad his burdens are light His yoke is easy, but his way is narrow. His yoke is easy. His burdens are light, 
but his way is what? Narrow. Everyone stand to your feet. It's easy to know God's way. All you got to do is look at what the world is doing and then do the opposite. Because broad is the way and wide. I mean, wide is the way and broad is the gate that leadeth to destruction. Everybody's going. That's how you always know the devil's way because everybody's going. Bible says, if everybody like you, something wrong with you. So beware when everyone speaks good of you. Something's wrong. Devils shouldn't speak good of you. So it's easy to spot the, the, the enemy's way. But Christ's way, you need to be led. So we're on the narrow way, but you need a leader to lead you through that. You need the word to guide you through it. The lamp to your feet, the light to your pathway. Because it's narrow. It's narrow. But you got to make a decision to do it his way. And I mean his way alone. His way is the only way. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.